0: welcome to the dealing with goliath podcast the mission of dealing with goliath is to sharpen the psychological edge in negotiation ethical influencing and high impact conversations for business leaders who want to be more effective under pressure uncover hidden value and build greater connection all while increasing profitability this is the short form espresso shot of insight podcast interview to boost business performance using our five questions in around about 15 minutes format my guest today is lisa Larter. lisa is a business strategist digital marketing expert author speaker and podcast host her businesses lisa Larter consulting and its u.s subsidiary company godaxi help their clients to formulate marketing strategies that support their business goals and objectives for increasing their visibility, leads, and sales customer acquisition. Lisa provides strategy and advisory services, as well as a full suite of implementation services that include social media and content management, book marketing campaigns, podcast management, and website design. Lisa recently released her newest book, Masterful Marketing. Great, great title, by the way. Co-authored with the famous and legendary Alan Weiss, to help business owners dominate their markets with a value-based approach. Lisa, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It's good to be here.
0: Well, it's, it's fabulous to have you on. So let's dive straight in. So who is your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they tend to face?
1: I would say my ideal client is an expert who doesn't know how to market their expertise. And I'm not talking about an influencer. I'm talking about an expert. So I look at someone like Alan Weiss. He is an expert, but he's not, he's not someone who wants to be an Instagram famous influencer. So I like working with customers who have a deep level of expertise in a specific area of business, but they don't necessarily have the marketing expertise that they need to create the visibility for themselves that is necessary for them to build their business.
0: Right. So, so that's very interesting. So because there could be, quite, could be a few listeners out there, <laughs> viewers of this podcast that might be starting to think, oh, maybe that's me. So they're usually, by what you're saying, they're very competent in what they do. They have that established expertise and knowledge. But as I said, it's getting people coming to them. That, that's a bit more tricky for them. OK, so what they are feel some like a of, best kept yeah.
1: secret. Oh, I feel I like, like a best that. kept secret, so they don't understand why they're not why people aren't knocking down their door because they they're very 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 confident at their their skill the the mm. trade whatever it is that they do but they're not as confident in putting themselves out there they're not as confident with some of the new modalities in modern marketing and how to actually use them they they don't know how to take advantage of digital marketing and even often they don't know how to optimize their website. Right. in order to draw people in.
0: Okay, so that's kind of half answering and preempting me the next one. What are the common mistakes people make when trying to solve that problem? So is it that they don't have a strategy or they don't know what to do and they're tweaking and trying these things or what's what are some of those common mistakes?
1: I would say that there is a appointed business where when you are in startup mode, you're typically very lean in terms of your expenditures. Most consultants are experts. They hang up a shingle and, you know, they, they, they start to beat the pavement to try to drum up some business, but they don't really understand that the biggest part of their business is marketing. And so mm-hmm. strategy is missing, but it's not just the marketing strategy. It's really understanding what your overarching business strategy is and what marketing is going to elevate that strategy so that you can attract the right buyer who's actually gonna spend the right amount of money in order for you to grow your business. I find that when people lack confidence in how to put themselves out there from a marketing perspective, they often lack confidence in how they value the work that they do. Meaning they often lack the confidence to charge what they should be charging because they don't see themselves as being as good as they are in their industry.
0: It's a very interesting little acid test. So for people listening, if you fear you're not charging enough, maybe that's, Maybe that's a part of it. Maybe, as he said, when you're able to charge that, you have that confidence, you have those systems to bring clients and prospects to you. Okay, interesting. Right. interesting. So, so-, so it's
1: like, I think of it as McDonald's. Hmm. If you went into McDonald's, you don't expect to see a $75 filet mignon on the menu with you know all of your sides on the side. But you would never walk into a high-end steakhouse and have it look like a McDonald's. So what happens is when people start out, they often look like McDonald's. They need to look like a high-end steakhouse in order for their fees to follow along.
0: Right, so it has to all appear to be in alignment, as you say. So because McDonald's, to... you know, do what they do, and people love mm-hmm. them and all that jazz. Not my bag, but you know, people love them. But as you said, you get what you expect. Whereas in a, a Michelin restaurant, or whatever you also get what you expect. It's just a different thing.
1: Exactly. You can't charge Michelin prices. Oops, sorry, hang on a sec i have a dog that barks like a rooster my apologies
0: okay i see the painting behind you there yeah Yeah.
1: um yeah you wouldn't you go to a michelin restaurant you expect to pay a premium and you expect to eat really good food and have a wonderful experience so if you are an expert and you provide great value you should be charging for that value but your business should look that way and your website is really your retail storefront on the internet
0: Very, very good point. Very good point. So what is one valuable free action that the audience could implement that will help them with this issue? So it mightn't solve it, but at least it gets them thinking in the right direction.
1: I would say one valuable free action that they could take is to really spend some time getting clear on who their buyer is Mm. and connecting the dot on the value that they provide that buyer with. I think sometimes when you're really good at something and it's easy for you, you undervalue it because it was easy for you, but it's not easy for someone else. And so if you can connect the dots between who that perfect buyer is and what the value is that you bring to the table, that one thing will give you clarity that can help you with your marketing and your positioning in a much stronger way.
0: Very, very interesting. Yeah. And that's a great, great piece of advice. So, what would be one valuable free resource that you could direct people to that would help them with that?
1: I would say there's two resources. So, mm-hmm. one, I run a business book club called Thought Readers. And every month I read a business book and I share my insights and I share discussion questions with the community. Uh, You just have to buy the book. You can join thoughtreaders at thoughtreaders.com. And if you go to my website on the homepage, there's an opt-in for a program called the pilot project. And the pilot project was really a course that I built before I wrote my first book, Pilot to Profit. And that course was really my aha in What I uncovered was a root cause issue instead of the marketing issue. So people would come to me and say, I need help with marketing. And the more I would ask them about their business, the more I would realize they didn't understand their business model. They didn't understand their buyer. They didn't understand, you know, how to position their services. And so the pilot project walks you through a lot of those things. And it's a free course. I used to charge $200 for the course and I now give it away for free.
0: Excellent. Excellent. That sounds like a tremendous resource. Yeah. And, and I love that, that as you said, the, it's so it's often the case, the presenting problem was, oh, I need help with marketing. But in actual fact, all those elements that go into answering those marketing questions to what, what is the basis of your marketing, that has to be addressed. They're fundamental business questions that you have to deal with first. Brilliant
1: exactly. stuff. Brilliant
0: stuff. So what would be your maybe number one insight or principle? on how to negotiate, build rapport and connection, or uncover hidden value with clients?
1: Ah, oh, that's a tough question. I think, you know, one of my insights around building rapport with clients is really, I mean, one of my key strategies in my business is retention of business. So I I think that we often focus too much on the acquisition of new business. And if we actually focus on the retention of business and the long-term relationship with our customers, it can be a lot easier to grow your business. You, You need to have some type of, you know, recurring revenue model where you can continue to work with those customers. And so I think it's really, really important that you build a deep relationship with your customers. And I'm not talking, you know, a romantic relationship. I just mean a really solid trust-based relationship with your customers. Because when you do that, you don't have to negotiate. And when you do that, you don't have to sell as hard. You know, I have clients that I'll text on the weekend and say, oh, I was just thinking about you and your business. And I had this idea that I thought might be good for you. And I'll share the idea and they'll reply by text and say, I love it. Can we do that? Can you quote me? I I want you to do that for me. And I'm not I'm not selling, I'm sharing, I'm serving. So I think that when you actually care about your clients and you build a good relationship with them, you can avoid needing to negotiate things. The other thing that I would say is, the more you publish for free and the more you allow people to see who you are and what value you offer, the easier it is to command the fees that you command without having to enter into any negotiation. It, your fees almost become non-negotiable.
0: That's funny. I love that. Cause you, you, You talk about negotiation in that level where it's ideal for most people, which is more of a collaboration that, as you said, it's not so much a tussle, but we're just coming to the agreement that's best fit for both of us. And Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, that's the ideal of negotiation. So it's good to see we're on the same page. And you raise a brilliant point about retention, because so often people spend so much time and effort in and they use language like winning over the client and closing the deal and all this sort of stuff but then when it's done (laughs) they kind of there's that honeymoon period that dies off slowly and sometimes quickly depending on the individual and then when it comes to any if depends on your business but it comes to renewal time how often do the people then are not feeling the love anymore you know (laughs) And right. this is exactly the problem that appreciation just like you say you're dead right we need to appreciate the people we're already working with.
1: Yes, absolutely. And look for ways to continue to help them. Right. There's usually other things that you can do to help them. And so if you're curious and you look at ways to help them, even even using language like have you ever considered trying this? Mm. Instead of, Hey, we have this new service we'd like to offer you use language. Like, have you ever considered trying this? And if they say, no, I haven't, that's a great idea. Well, we can help you with that. If you decide you want to do that. So Absolutely. I think just learning how to sell without selling is, is something that a lot of people need to do. And, and it's not that I don't think that uh, there's anything wrong with selling, but I think sometimes we, we, We go too close to closing. We we, we jump too fast to closing the sale and we don't spend enough time building rapport and strengthening the relationship with the existing buyers we have.
0: It's absolutely true. As you said, when you have that trust, you know, trust isn't built in a day. It's built step by step. But rapport can be nearly instantaneous. But it's building on that, building that goodwill, but actually caring about what the other person thinks, what they're actually Mm -hmm. feeling, what their needs are, all that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And this goes back to the very interesting description of your latest book, Masterful Marketing, which, as you said, was co-authored by consulting legend uh, Alan White. So and and it mentions, you know, to help business owners dominate the markets with a value based approach. It's a very interesting term, value based approach. Can you expand Mm -hmm. on that for us for a moment?
1: Well, when I first approached Alan and asked him if he wanted to write this book, I wanted to call the book Value Based Marketing because I was really a fan of his original book, value-based fees. Mm -hmm. And my belief is that when your marketing provides your buyers or your potential buyers with value, it makes the whole process of attracting customers and selling a lot easier because you, you already made deposits into their life and business through the value that you're creating in your marketing And so that is really the crux of the book. If you can do, if you can provide enough people with enough value through the marketing that you produce, then it becomes really easy for you to generate inbound leads and grow your business.
0: Absolutely. And that's, that's kind of the ideal for a lot of experts, isn't it? The people know and appreciate your expertise and come to you. It's the dream, the inbound, right? Absolutely. And they're warm because they are already, they're not so much checking what you know are you good enough or anything like that they're checking are you a good fit
1: they so feel like they the already know you exactly. yeah exactly
0: you've jumped exactly. the line yeah absolutely that's why it's, it's a fabulous version. yes you're right of course the value-based uh value-based fees was very much Alan Weiss's stuff it all makes sense now absolutely <laughs> uh, so lisa where can people reach out and find you uh online
1: well, the best place to find me is lisa larder.com that's my my website, you can find me on social media. Almost every single one of my social media handles is forward Lisa Larder. Right. Uh, so I'm I'm pretty easy to find a simple Google search and it'll land you on my website.
0: Outstanding stuff. Outstanding stuff. Lisa, thank you so much for being on the show.
1: Thank you very much for having me. It was great. I love your short format.
0: Yeah, thank you.